up, y'all? Back at you again with another episode. Y'all know what it is. Man, I got Jared Wilford in the studio with me today. It's going down. I've been really wanting to get you on the show, man. I appreciate it. For several that. reasons. You already know that. Yeah, yeah. One, you my people. Yeah. Number two, you got invaluable information. I'm trying to dig up out of you and get to my audience. Hey, man. Is that fair? I mean, I, I hope we can give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no hope about it, man. Look, we're going to be talking about the business and the actor because you got to have both intermingled. Mm-hmm. Right? That's you right. can't separate the actor from the business. You can't. But unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of times it happens like that. That's right. So what will you give the audience to bring today about how not to get in a situation where you're pushing your creative, but the business element is not attached? Well, I think it's simple, man. Like, you have to know the craft, but then you also have to know how to manage your relationships mm-hmm. within the craft or within mm-hmm. the industry. That includes your agent. Yeah. That includes the casting directors. That includes, you know, your peers that help you with those auditions that you that you need to get in Thanks. so you can book. So, um, also, let's talk about the finance part. You know, mm-hmm. there's... There's windfalls that can come in, and then there's times where we may not make a lot of right. money as actors. The in-between, so. where you're not booking any shows. That's gotcha. right. Understood. That's right. Or when the hiatus is going on, right? So you want to make sure that you just have your team together. And I think us as actors, we can thrive if we respect the craft, if we try to understand the business, and then we have a mindset that just says, okay, I'm like the owner of my career. I like that. I'm other the owner of my career. That's yeah. solid. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like it's a whole different perspective than just thinking in terms of my script, my script analysis and action, right? So what mm-hmm. would you say allowed you to understand this? Because, you know, myself included, mm-hmm. I don't think I understand that fully. You know what? I don't think I think in those terms fully. You know what I mean? So right. what was it for you? Was it a certain experience or an encounter that you said this pivoted me to into this. Yeah, so I was I was working on a show that was kind of like a SAG new media and at the time mm-hmm. it was called That's Tier that new 2. stuff. Yeah, Tier 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Tier 2, yeah, so yeah. it wasn't the budget of like a HBO, yeah. The Wire or something like that. Yeah. But it was a show that was being produced probably for like 2 million a year, right? Gotcha. So, I booked several episodes on the show and I did the show for the experience, you know, because of who was a part of it and I wanted to travel and I love the craft. But when I got there, in my trailer, I think it was the first day, I saw somebody else's deal memo, mm. right? And this person's deal memo, they were working less episodes than me, and their name was on it, the money they were making was on it, but they were getting paid more than me. Mm, look at you checking the game. Uh, uh, it's in my trailer, so it was happening. It had to be an omen. Mm. So took note, did some research, and from there, you know, I, I involved my team, asked my manager some questions, and we asked casting some questions. So in the second season, we were able to get paid more because of the research and having that information mm. you know, at our disposal. Yeah. And then I was able to share that information with some of my peers who were also on the same show right. that basically were doing the same amount right. of work as me. And, and we were able to grow. And I bet it was some numbers, some, a couple zeros off probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It oh, was yeah. some, some, some noticeable. Off. Yeah. Pay some bills, stack some money numbers. Yeah, understood. Yeah. Now, in your situation, God bless you in that moment. For <laughs> <Right>. sure. <laughs> he came down from on high. I was like, check this right. out. I'm going to leave this right here for you. For real. But everyone don't have an encounter, right? hmm So how does an actor, where does an actor go to kind of pull down that resource mm-hmm. before he or she gets into a situation where it's like, oh, maybe next time, or let me revisit this and right. try to recoup what I don't have? Right. Well, I think there's some great books out there. Mm. Like Self-Management for Actors is a great book. 
It gives you a great perspective on what you need to do as an actor creatively, but also from the business perspective. And when it includes planning as well as executing things. Um, also, I like a podcast called Audrey Helps Actors. Mm. It's a really good podcast too. Some great episodes about the business there. And I think actors, man, we can also go to our family and ask, hey, do you have an accountant or do you yeah. have a lawyer that might work in the entertainment industry who can teach me some things? Right. So when I get a great opportunity, maybe that family member can connect you with an entertainment attorney yes. who can really shed some light on some things. Now, I want to push that a little further, right? You, you noted a few of them, but I want to put them together, right? Mm -hmm. So give me four essential team members that you should have on your squad because what you dropping is some certified Jews. I checked mm -hmm. them out. That's like that S1, ain't it? Yeah. That ain't that Fugazi. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you bringing that real. Right. So, so let's assemble a team together, right? right? Mm -hmm. For an actor, what is the team, four members that you think are critical? Well, we, we got our agent and our manager. Yeah. So we doing outside of that? Yeah. Yeah, so we got our agent and or manager. But I think also you need your accountant yep. or your financial advisor, right? And then if you're at a certain point of your career where you're working all the time and, and the money's getting better and the responsibility is increasing as well, hmm. you might want to consider an entertainment attorney and at least interview people to understand that. Because something that I've learned is like people that are working at the series regular level uh, sometimes their deal is often negotiated by like the general counsel team at that network or at that studio and their entertainment attorney and or manager. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's that powerhouse, too, that can protect you, isolate you from those hiccups, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah. I think it's very interesting that, you know, we, we invest a lot of time and a lot of money into classes. Right. But we don't hear this conversation often. And that's why, Jared, I really wanted you to come on the show to bring a different aspect of it. Because it is a business. Mm -hmm. It's an entertainment business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was just talking to one of my partners who came off a really well-known show uh, that films in New Orleans. And, you know, he left his agent because he was booked for five episodes, had a lot of copy, had mm. a lot of scenes. And his agent didn't seem to really want to negotiate for him mm. to get a plane ticket or to get scale. So I think it's important for me to have people on my team that believe in me enough and understand that it's a business. So at some point, you know, you don't want to be making the same amount of coin yeah. for 10, 15 years straight, right? Yeah. Especially if you're doing the work, if you're showing up and you're getting bigger and better jobs. So you got to be an advocate for yourself and Understood. also have people on your team to advocate Understood. for you. Understood. We're going to shift a bit. We're talking mm -hmm. about the team, but the team is often allured to you based on you, mm -hmm. right? Because it's a business, you got to have a, a, a viable product. Right. And we can look at ourselves, if you would, as a product. Right. We come with services, you know what I mean, right. <laughs> and skill sets, and they're valuable in the market. So right. with that being said, the, the, the training of the craft and the actor is important. Mm -hmm. But understanding how much your value is, like you were just saying, is mm -hmm. important for that draw. So what is it for you that you would give as an example that you experienced where you said, I knew my value went up? Mm -hmm. Like, when did you think, oh, my values went up? When did I think my value went up? Um, I mean, my value went up when, I mean, there's some projects. Well, you saw that contract. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I saw that contract. But also, I think, like, my manager is the type of manager who has no problem asking for That's anything good. and will do it professionally and won't make a fuss out of it. Understood. So I think that same experience I told you about yeah. Help me realize, okay, 
you may not get the money you want, but you can get more money. Mm. And then you can also get a, a better billing, you know, so you can get more money when you were a co-star in that first season, second season, get more money. And now you can be a guest star and gotcha. recur or just guest star. Renegotiating. You know? yeah. yeah. And so I think for me, that experience really told me, okay, I need to ask questions. You know, I need to understand what I want and then go back to my team and understand what's yeah. feasible, you know, and explore that, right? Mm. Sometimes I'll even call SAG and say, hey, SAG, I'm working on this project. What can you tell me about it? Casting is telling me this or production is telling me this. Right. Is that true? Is there a way for, for me to get more here or right. a way for me to change this? So, I mean, there's, there's multiple experiences where I continue to learn. And I think another thing for actors, something I'm exploring within myself is like, People tell you as an actor, like, you shouldn't have a LLC or you shouldn't have an S Corp until you're making $75,000 or $100,000. I don't necessarily agree with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think as actors, if if you want to understand the business and you want to have more ownership, you should sit down with an accountant or a tax attorney gotcha. and understand what it would look like, what are the expenses to set up your own business, because you can go on certain shows and get paid to your business. Now you still gonna have to pay taxes, right? But it's a different type of tax bracket. It's a different type of tax yeah. bracket, and there's a different time period for yes. how you have to pay you taxes can versus that time. Yeah, yeah, versus if you're a W two employee. Yeah, and so when you're a W two, getting paid under your Social Security number, you know seventeen hundred dollars can be out of your check. Mm, if you work in a weekly rate that scale, yeah, that money can be lost, right? But you know, if you have your own company, you understand the rules, you understand the law, right? And you can do that. Why wait? Why wait? You why know? wait? And, and I feel like there is time and energy that has to be invested to get to a level where you're mm -hmm. using your creative and using your business savviness, right? Right. But I think for the most part, a lot of creators, you know, we we like to stick on the creative side, <laughs> right. but then you become a starving artist. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want that. We want to thrive. That's right. That's right. I the believe working in being actor. a thriving artist. <laughs> Keep working. Yes. You know yes. So I feel like this is of a sure way for actors to be able to understand that we have another responsibility to our art, mm -hmm. which is to make sure our art is set up in a way where it continues to thrive, yeah, creatively, but financially. Right. So I love what you said mm -hmm. about assembling that team, also making sure that you're doing your due diligence to research. Now you mentioned SAG, right? Mm -hmm. So SAG is a great resource. You just, right. you said you called them. How often do you feel like um, you check in with SAG? Is it every show you check in with them or is that something that in that particular moment you felt like you need to do? Um, I check in with SAG quite a bit. Okay. like. It depends what's on the table, you know, if, if there's something I don't understand. I try to get to know the, I think the correct term is like the SAG business rep for, you know, the production. Yeah. Um, because also one thing that actors may or may not know is let's say you get on a set and you close the deal and, you know, you were expecting in writing because it's in writing like a three or four star hotel and, you know, per diem and other things. And let's say you get on one of these independent sets and it's not there. Well, you can choose to to deal with what wasn't you know given to you per the deal, but if there's an issue, you know you can get your agent or your manager involved, and they can communicate with production directly. But let's say nothing's getting getting you know fixed. Right. Well, you could call SAG or your team could call, call SAG, and then things might move along a little bit differently. Right. And SAG is also a resource for us because they know 
when a production, you know, is doing really good. That's right. That's right. Or, you know, they're doing bad. And SAG is, you know, they have different offices in different places. We Mm -hmm. have one here in Atlanta. So So it's a resource that's actually local to us, too. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. And they respond, you know, emails, phone calls. They even take meetings and kind of explain, you know, Mm -hmm. the process and what SAG represents. So, yeah. And and they have online, you know, workshops, rooms. uh, You know, hopefully soon they'll get back to some of the in-person meetings that they used to do. Uh, they do a lot for the for the community. I believe it. Mm-hmm. I done seen it firsthand, so I know what you're saying. Yeah, man, look here, man. Your career, huh? and I didn't even know you told me on camera, but that you played music, saxophone, right? Yeah, I used to. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like yeah. multi talented in the mud because you know the business side of things, but you also got this this uber creativity about yourself. Man. What did it derive from? Like, is anybody in your family just creative like that, or uh, what? Well, I would say my mom is probably creative. Like my mm-hmm. mom is super intelligent. She could read a whole, you know, several hundred pages probably in a day or two. You know, um, shout out to mom. Yeah, my mom, my mom and my dad are dope. I, I have great parents. I'm yeah. very fortunate, blessed for that. But yeah, my parents just got me involved, man. And and we grew up in around music, yeah. you know, grew Wendy up in the City. Chicago area, listening to all the great Windy you know? City to shot. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's I mean, it's just mm-hmm. arts and, and community and church and yeah. sports. Like, all that was a part of the life. So you moved into acting uh-huh. after music. Well, actually, you told me off camera as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you was also dealing with sports stuff. Well, I did some sports, yeah. I ran track in college. That's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. Like, ran track in college. F- physically, you know, you engage in. Now, creatively, business-wise, mm-hmm. well-rounded. Yeah, yeah, corporate America background. It's you crazy. Know, got that degree. But you decided, <laughs> like, it's going to be active. Yeah, because, you know, my, my mom took me to, like, Oak Park mm-hmm. in the Chicago area. Took me to an agency. I might have been, like, 10. But at the time, I was, like, in the sports. Gotcha. You know, just just wanted to be a kid, yeah. I guess, man. So I didn't do it then. But, you know, go to junior, junior high school, high school, yeah. college. Yeah. Always looking at movies or looking at peers yeah. that were doing plays in college. And I was like, man. I think I want to do that. So when I graduated college, that's when I got into acting. Found a lady by the name of Marlene Dubois. I was living in Tallahassee, Florida, and she's still in Tallahassee to this day. And after that, man, I caught the bug for the most part. Man, you done got bit over and over yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> now we see you on shows on Hulu, Netflix, Prime. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah, I've been blessed, man. I've been had a great blessed. career. That's a, that's a short, very blessed, highly yeah, favored. Highly baby. favored. Okay. Yeah. So out of, out of the shows you've been on, what show you feel like really resonated to you? Because I was just talking to another actor, and we were talking mm-hmm. about shows, projects, and how they sometimes just be really in alignment with your path. What uh-huh. show you feel like this show, bro? It spoke to me. It spoke to me. Oh yeah. man, um, that's a tough question, bro. Mm, come that's on, a tough man. Question. Uh, I think you know what spoke to me. I mentioned startup, okay. but but American Soul. American Soul. Yeah. You played uh, uh, Johnny Cocker. That's right. Hey, that's come right. on, man. Fortunate. Yeah. Fortunate, because the whole journey of booking that mm-hmm. was just. It was like, it was divine. It was just spiritual, just yeah. the whole process. And then being able to play someone who was opinionated, mm. was fighting for the community, and was really talking about things and trying to do things that would better humanity, yeah. that was great. And I feel like just, that's you though. You know, yeah. but in, you know what I'm saying? saying? That's you, like you're an advocate for actors. You, you, you empower people about business and how to progress as an actor with your business in mind. And it's like, you, you, you on the front line with it. Yeah. yeah. That, re- that really resonated with me. I could see me. that. I was like, 
And then, um, you know, during the callback, I tried to find out who the director was. <laughs> <laughs> On the side. And, and uh, shout out to George Pierre, man. Yeah, one, yeah. One of the greatest. George! Yeah, one of the greatest, man. You know, team emailed George. George didn't hit his back with no answer. So, <laughs> so um, he knew what you were doing. Yeah, I came, I came back from Chicago. I came back from Chicago and uh, I heard this voice in the room and I was like, I know that voice. Mm. I can't think of who it is. And then I was about to go do like a little, you know, mindset thing. And then next thing you know, uh, Jared, you know, you're in. <laughs> so I go in. Come on. It was Robert Townsend. Mm-hmm. Legend. Legend, legend. Writer, the actor, great. producer, the great. Yes. You know, who's respected by pretty much everybody. Oh, you best believe it. And man, Robert, and that's why I say it was such a great experience because mm-hmm. I left that callback. He had so much energy, like as a director, and and I left that thing, man. I was teary eyed. I didn't even. Mm-hmm. I was just so grateful yeah. to be able to be in a room with Robert Towns or somebody like we watched Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, we watched. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Growing up, mom, dad, brother, sister, grandma. You know, that's what put it in us. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then booking, yeah. you know, Johnny. It was awesome, man, because, you know, as people of color, too, yeah. like we, we have to constantly advocate for each other, unify, and sometimes fight against other forces yeah. that don't want to see us succeed. Yeah. You know? I think you so. said uh, we, we rise together. What was it? What's the? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah one, of the, one of the quotes I like is we rise by lifting others. By lifting others. Yeah. 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 And I, you, you show enough display that. So. Appreciate that's it. solid. That's that's really solid. New shows, man. I know you can't talk about everything. What you got coming on the pipeline, good brother? Well, I mean, I got a show right now called uh, Life's Rewards. Season mm-hmm. season two is out on Amazon Prime. I get to play a father, a retired mm-hmm. Navy corpsman. Um, it's a fun show, man. It's 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 uh, written by a gentleman named Damian Fitzpatrick. Okay, he's from uh, South Wales, so he's he's British, you know. And, oh, I uh, see you, boy. You got it in you. Okay. <laughs> he's what? He's Brit. He's Brit. He's British. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a fun show, family friendly show. Uh, you know, you can catch Startup. Startup is on Crackle. It was on Netflix. Uh, Swagger also can mm-hmm. check out Swagger on Apple TV. Come on with it. Reggie Rock Bythewood, you know, is a showrunner. Our fearless leader on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, great family friendly show too. Incorporates hoops. So if you like hoops, you like the ball. It's a good <laughs> show too. That's on Apple TV. Yeah. And uh, working on a couple other projects too. Good stuff. Myself, Good so. stuff. You gonna yeah. keep working the way you do it. Come on, man. man that's the plan, yes, man. Yes, sir. Work hard. Come Work on, real man. hard. I appreciate you taking the time out to drop in with us. But before you get out this studio, mm-hmm. man, I want you to really like give our audience something that would empower them concerning the business in their acting career. Like, mm-hmm. what would you leave them with if you could tell one person, like, look, remember this? What would mm-hmm. it be? Mm, look, remember this. Mm-hmm. I would say, man, you be stumping me with these questions. Man. man, come on with it, man. You got it. Yeah. I would say, just remember that you can question things. Mm. You can question things. It's okay. It's okay. Professionals question things. That's so powerful. Like that's a that's powerful, bro. Because oftentimes we feel like we can't. Because of the great opportunity in our minds, we're perceiving it as so big and we're anxious and we're we're eager mm-hmm. that I just by me questioning I can mess something up. Yeah, I mean, you know oh, that's powerful. That right there. Yeah. I, mean, I wanna see people win. 
you know? Mm. And because like you said, we got a responsibility for the craft. But then at the end of the day, if we have wife, kids, mother, father, aging, you know, right. we also got responsibility for family. So that's why I think it's, it's good to question and try to learn, pick up books. Yeah. And just make sure you understand what you're getting into. Hey, daddy is coming in the studio dropping shoes, man. The business side and the creative side, we merging it together with Jared Werford, man. I'm telling y'all, stay tuned for another episode. You already know what we do. Man, Jared, I appreciate you hey, coming in, man. I appreciate you having me. Sheesh! It's a great episode. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> ah, the Working Out This Podcast.